Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back to the second part of the Blue Rooms preseason. Premier League predictions for 23-24 and we're going to talk about Everton. Everyone's favourite topic. Everyone's favourite topic. Say that in surprise. You know, we never <laughs> talk about Everton but we are today. If <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you want any other specials or other teams go back and listen to that. Yeah. Um, but we've done the Premier League and now we're going to focus very much on those tricky terrible toffees. And let, let's just get into it Dave. I'll put you first. Put, yeah, please don't start us off on too much of a down area, but where are Everton going to finish in the league this season? I think we're going to finish in 15th place, um, which I'm not sure too many people will like that because I think there's... Not I so- like it. Well, I think that's your <laughs> I think that's your first ever time we've ever agreed on something like yeah. that, isn't it, Matt? But, um, yeah, I, th- I think that a lot of people initially... I think it's the first thing naturally fans of every uh, forgive, forgive us YouTube viewers who are just seeing some right there. Um, I think it's natural when fans start the season with optimism um, sadly I, that is my optimistic uh, shout on, on how Everton are going to start you get many others saying well we've made our squad better because we've got Dan and because we've got Ashley Young we've improved it there's an argument to have about that all the time, which is no doubt what we'll do in the pods this season. But um, I, I think we'll be, I think we'll be safer earlier, and that's why I've gone for 15. Les, yeah, I, I, I put 14. I think um, I know. Not yeah. eighth like last season. Not eighth like that last season. <laughs> you know, well, before you start, people who listen regularly to our podcast would have heard Les say <laughs> different things on the latest mailbag. I'll let I'll let Les handle okay, this well, himself. My, on. Come my, on, like on, so, I've not heard this yet. So, so it's like the um, the one we did the other day. I basically said, you know what? If you finish seventeenth, we can't really argue with God that. Old sheepish that no, I'm saying that that would be like that seems very fair. That, yeah, that, that will no. What like my point was, people say we're going to finish seventeenth, and then people say that's really pessimistic. Well, it's not because we finished sixteenth and seventeenth the last two seasons. So very optimistic. Yeah, well, that's, you know, seventeenth. Represents like steadiness at least. So, yeah. but I do think we'll finish 14th. I think there's teams who are going to be worse than us this season. Which you know, no great barometer that. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do. I do think we'll have like. I think in dice we've got not a very exciting, but a, a very just a, an all right manager, isn't he? he? You know, he he knows what to do. He, he got us out of that mess last season. Um, he, he deserves to have another chance at it because. You know, guys knows who we get. It's not like yeah. you know you don't want somebody to do a wall or yeah. something, do you? Yeah. Or even even Bournemouth. Like we don't want to go down that road again. So yeah, the end the chance to go again this season, I think would be very unspectacular. But yeah, I think I think fourteenth. It, it's kind of like you know, spoiler. You're gonna go on to another question yeah. about point totals. I think that will fit into that. I think we'll get fourteenth. I don't think we'll be in too much relegation trouble towards the end of the season. 
probably safe by the end of March. Um, yeah, unspectacular, but that's amazing. It does, yeah, yeah. <laughs> boring as fuck though, isn't oh, it? Really? God, I love that. Yeah. Unspectacular, yeah. but quite steady season, I think. Yeah. Eight. Yeah, I, I'm slight, slightly more optimistic. In terms you said eight. Before. Eight. No, I didn't. Yeah, 12. you did. Twelve. I think you said nine. Close enough. Close. As you said, we all bladdered in all that different, <laughs> different, different. Rewind it back. Rewind it back. No, no I, I, I think we'll finish. I think we'll finish twelve. I think, um, or there or thereabouts. Obviously, I, I think we're Sean Dyche. I, uh, I think the starts that we've had for the past couple of seasons, um, and in terms of how deflated the team have got so soon and so quickly, and the amount of points we just kept losing week in week out. I can't see us doing going yeah. on those sorts of runs, losing you know so many games, you know on the bounce. I just can't see it. I think Sean Dyche will be a lot more, a lot more organised. I think, I think I said the other day on the pod as well. I just feel that Sean Dyche suits the players that we've got in that squad better in terms of how he plays. We tried to play a style of football that didn't suit any of the squad, mm. especially the you know our, our, our centre halves and, and our back line. So I, I think there's more potential in this squad that we than what we've seen over the last two seasons. I know that we we kind of got carried away with a lot of these signs where we thought that they were going to be top, top players. I just don't think we've seen the best of them, if I'm being really kind to them. I feel that Sean Dyche's system over 38 games will get us will get us more points. Um, that, that's just the way it is. I think Sean Dyche will approach it a game-by-game basis. And rather than it being getting to the last 10 games of the season and needing to get those wins, I think he's going to approach the whole season like that. Um, and we could surprise a few people. What was the... Uh... So yeah, I think he had seventeen games didn't he last season, mm-hmm. or maybe yeah, seventeen, yeah, maybe eighteen. Yeah, I think got twenty-one points. Didn't we? Yeah. So what was the sort of like? Can anyone remember what the sort of thing was? It when he'd taken I mean, over. What the table I mean, the was fact like. that we got we were getting more than a point a game is yeah. like that's good yeah. for yeah. us, isn't it? Like that, the, the yeah. other thing, the other thing to bear in mind as well is that we all saw the videos when he first went in there. One of the things that was massive, like obvious to, to everyone was how unfit those players were in terms you know, compared to what Sean Dyche wanted. He was putting them yeah. through the ringer to try and get them to so like the PE yeah, yeah. But, but he's had a full pre-season with them now. So, as I say, mm. there are problems in that squad. There are players that we're lacking the same positions we need strengthening in. But I just think with Dyche, if he gets those players fit and he gets them fired, and if he can get Dominic Calvert-Lewin back, back to his best and, and not be so reliant <coughs> on um, if we can get a couple of signs across the board, yeah, I think we could surprise people. Can I can I just general question about what we've all spoken I know you've said you haven't answered yet, Matt. But I think we've heard two two different ways about finishing the positions we've all mentioned. You just said there a lot about Dice, how he how, how the team adapts to what he wants. And then generally I think me and Les are going in the direction of, well, we'll do this because there's a load of teams who are worse than us. Mm-hmm. I, do you know what I mean? I, I don't I don't think I can forgot about my answer. The way you've leaned into this, I think it's really interesting that it's more this is pro dice, this is because he's getting us in a position where we're comfortably going to stay up. Rather than we're saying, Oh, we're really grateful I, that we've got five or six teams that are worse than us. I think it's probably a bit of both. Bit of yeah. both yeah. That would just be yeah. like a normal, like functional Premier League team next season. Yeah. And there will be teams who are like bigger basket cases than us. Right. I'm I'm so I, I think the current squad as it is would be in a similar position to last season. Because I, I, I look at centre-half, and I'm, you know, I don't want to go too deep into it now because we're doing like general predictions, but like the fact we've lost our best and third-best centre-back from last season and not replaced them. But, you mm. know, Brownfoyt might be it. He might be able to yeah. beat that player, but we don't. Like, the last time he played in the Premier League for us, Ivan Tony, you know, spun him on his head, didn't he? And yeah. he got sent off. Can you even um, just put a player in like that given the situation within anyway? Well, I, I, I'd start him week one, but yeah, it's... A big like, one of the alternative, Keane, Godfrey, you know, but, and, and I think obviously we need to get up forward with it. Because I, I, I totally agree with what you said there, Pete, in, in terms of, you know, all the things that Dice does, fitness, style of football, it does align better with us than whatever Lampard was trying to do. Mm. But I think if you've not got Don playing up front, yeah. then like, it, it, all, it all breaks down. Like, because to play it, the style of football that Dice wants to play, you need a striker that can run into the channels, challenge in the air, hold the ball up, you know, do, do loads of things, basically that not many strikers can do. And Calvert-Lewin can do that, but Mope can't do that. And Dan Juma, as talented as a player as he is, can't do that. And then, like all of a sudden it's like, if this 
pivotal player. It's mad that we're here again yeah. in this situation, isn't it? For saying like, yeah. if this lad stays fit, then we'll be all right. Because you know, we've been here for two years now. Like, oh my God. Yeah. 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 And like, again, like, the, 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 the skins obviously are. People like, I think if they go out and sign someone like a, you know, the lad from PSG, TK, or Daka from Leicester, they get more bodies like up front. I think, I think we'll be all right. But I think this current squad as it is, but it's probably going to be in a very similar position to where it finished mm-hmm. last season. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's just there's not enough goals, not enough do, goals in the team. Do you think, do you think Shadams would be a good signing? Yeah, I like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he would be. He, he feels like a, like a good go-between. Yeah, he's like sort of not Calvert-Lewin or not Rope. He's like a nice yeah. mix of the two, yeah. isn't he? But like. But I feel like it's mad to say, like, but I feel like with Dice, the striker is obviously you want your striker to score goals, but it's like it's more than that, isn't it? Because you play so direct under it, you need someone to basically just win headers and get the ball down and get you up the pitch, yeah, like yeah. that. That's and then and then you get your free kick from that, and then that's where you might score. It's you, not like you need someone who's going to occupy defenders as well. Yeah, we saw, yeah. We saw it's, it's no coincidence for me that we saw the best out of the court in the second half of last yeah. season. Yeah, it's because, good and that, that was it was all to do with having people breaking from midfield. We hadn't had that for so long. The thing yeah. is as well, I, I like that kind of football. Yeah, it's, I do. it's like yeah. it's a very Everton way of playing, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you get the ball up quick, you get the flick ons, you get the knockdowns. It's good as well. Yeah. yeah. Passing the ball across the back kills the atmosphere. Yeah. Kills you think, it. You think about even like save Calvert Lewin. Is fit for every game this year. Like I still don't think he'd have as good a season as he did under Angelotti because you think about him at that point. Yeah. He was like, he was the, the the point of the attack, which had Rodriguez, Dinia, Richarlison, Sigurdsson. You know, don't, don't. You know, you know, like all, all like Gomez was playing well, and like a lot of the goals he scored then was like you put him on a plate for him, like you know, Dinia and you know Richarlison works on that left hand side. Dinia gets in across it, he's, he's there, and like. That's that's it was just very Yalovic one touch. Yeah, one. That, that's not going to happen with yeah. this team. Like, if he's going to score goals, it's going to be from set pieces or things breaking through in the box. And that's why I sort of think like you don't need the Dominic Carvalhoon that's going to be a poacher like he was under Angelotti. You need the Carvalhoon, probably the the one that we had under Silver and like yeah. before then, where like the lad who's going to run the channels and, and get you up the pitch. And you know, are you saying right wing back? I was just but I think this current squad struggles, but I think if we make one or two additions, we'll be all right. But I think centre back is, is a big worry. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. With, I mean, with that in mind, I'll come to you, Pete. Is Michael Keane going to be our top scorer this season? Who's, who's going to be leading the, the goal scoring charts for us? I've, I've yes. said this before if you play Michael Keane, <laughs> 15 goals. Um, I think it's a toss up between Dan Juma. It's obvious, yeah. isn't it? Dan Juma or Dominic Calvert-Lewin. If Dominic Calvert-Lewin stays fit, we better yeah. fit and fire him. I, I think he'll, I think he'll get goals. But again, it depends what happens in the next couple of weeks. Because you know, if we yeah. if we pull someone out the bag, um, who hits the ground running, you never know. Dwight McNeil's a massive loss for us for the start yeah. for the start of the season. Um, I, th- I think that Dwight McNeil was incredible for us in, in particular the second half of last season. You saw it against Brighton in particular, Brighton away. Um, that, that was, you know. Unbelievable performance! It was incredible, yeah. and it gave us all that belief as well that we could go out and actually go out and play football. Um, so I think that Dwight can get fit, you know, start banging a few free kicks. On the one thing I will never forgive him for, though, that Brighton is not heading that goal in for uh, tapping. When he oh, tapped, oh, oh, he he it in. I can't believe he didn't. His right foot, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's so left footed, like never went over a goal. He ran around, didn't he, to like to tap it over his left foot. It's pissed down as well. So that grass would have been lovely, nice and slick to get. Oh, oh, been amazing, one, of, one of the most iconic photos ever, though, with the uh, with the fans proper kicking yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Like, it, was, it was almost like endearing from him, wasn't it? Like how much like he didn't want to touch the ball with his right yeah. foot. It's like you saw him, you saw like still tentatively like just kicking it along. He needed something better. I thought it was perfect because he was fuming <laughs> and he was just like, hey! <laughs> like, like, Dwight McNeil's not like, you think about Richardson celebrating goals, like he knows what he's doing when he's like quite like, cool yeah. and smart, yeah. a bit like knee slides. Like, McNeil's not a knee slide, no. is he? Like, no. he's, he's always quite awkward and like a bit like nerdy, which is yeah. quite yeah. Yeah. Like, so He's like such a nice guy, he's actually good at these scores. Yeah. 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 I don't want to put this in, but like, yeah. Yeah. who do you think Dave's top scorer? I've um, had quite a boring answer to sort of along the lines of what um, Pete said there in, in a nice way. Um, no, I, <laughs> <laughs> I've gone with Dan Juma, but for probably a little bit of a slightly different reason in that all we've heard a lot of is how versatile he is. And I think given Calvert Lewin constant injury situation, 
I think given a player that is versatile, I, I think he's like a level up from um, and Damari Gray, who yeah. we tried to do that with a lot. Um, and what you're talking about there, not about uh, DCL and, and what he has to do if he's in there. I think the, the other to go a little bit further on. I think the main the main issue is going to be getting people in and around him yeah. as well. Mm. And I think Dan Jim is going to do that. But I also think that I've, I've seen clips, I've seen the usual YouTube stuff that most people watch and all that is that he can play as a centre forward. I don't want him doing it for more than say ten games in the season because then it'd be really uncomfortable that you're doing that with a player you want in a different position. Yeah. That, that's why I've, I've, I've gone for him. Um, I, know, I know it wasn't one of your questions, Matt, but in, in amounts of goals is what I think is going to be really difficult for us. I'd be, I'd be really surprised if anyone gets more than 10. If anyone gets more than double figures with us, um, which is a really harsh thing to say, but then it hasn't happened for a while for us, really, has it? So, um, yeah, th- that's why I'm picking him, um, because I think he's exciting as well as he's, he's got yeah. pace. Mm. We start playing like to try and break teams down in that way. I know it's not necessarily a dice style play, but you go with what you've got, and I, I think it could be efficient for us as a striker. Um, we re signed Lukaku and he scored 20. <laughs> there you go. No, I, you still, still haven't got a club yet, has he? No. Well, you've got Chelsea, Chelsea, you? Chelsia, Chelsea. Oh my god. Juventus, the, Juventus, close, man. Juventus fans yeah. are yeah. yeah. against him today. Didn't, didn't want him, yeah. Just get him back, the big galoot. Who's that, the fans of Chelsea? You've been to the training grounds today, they didn't want him. Just get him back. Do you like Moyes Keane more, do they? Is he still there? He's still there, yeah. yeah. He scored against Real Madrid in pre-season, you know, in fact, don't you? He was what? He scored against Real Madrid in pre-season, yeah. I thought you said he was linked with Real Madrid. He, like, he's a did that as well, didn't he, remember? Oh, that's true. Oh, great pre-season. In the States? Was a that was a great pre-season. Yeah. John Stones with the little chip. Yeah. Oh, that, that, yeah, that, that, that is the best penalty ever, by the way. What was that game against? Juventus. Juventus, yeah. I think he missed, missed the one Pearl. before him. Pearl, Pearl. missed the penalty before him. That's right. John, what, 18-year-old John Stones? Yeah. Penenka's it, top corner. Oh, John Joe Kenny did it though, didn't he? He's right off the usually. Oh, yeah, he did. John Joe Kenny's about like three foot off the ground and down the middle of <laughs> well, Yeah, it's, it's funny, isn't it? Because it's something we normally have a bugbear off every single season. It's how shit pre season goes for us. And the idea with that was it was the year after I think the World Cup had finished when we had, I think it was Martin, yeah, it was his second season maybe. And we had them. We had a ridiculous season, the one before, where we went played Paderborn or fucking Tranmere over the road. And hey, Celta Vigo, Tranmere. No Lito scored a hat trick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no Lito scored a hat trick. Yeah. Uh, but we, we had all that. We were like when, when you start because that was the other thing. How poorly we start seasons in general. Yeah. Um, I think the one ironically with Benitez was the one we actually started well. Then oh, completely shit. just fucking yeah. say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that pre season. What excites you for the season most of the time? And again. This pre-season's just giving me no hope whatsoever. Other than Carl Jones going pen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's been solid, hasn't it? Yeah. I, against two, though, that's the problem. I feel like... I feel we're, like we're getting ready for next season, beating championship teams. I feel like, I feel like the club have realised... I've said this on like another show, I, think, like, I feel like the club have sort of realised what they are now. It's like, we're, we're not a club that needs to go on these big flashy yeah. tours to the States or like the Far East and be like... You know, look how great we are! Like you know, thing is all, every, everyone loves us. Look at all the fans. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're, we're not. We're, you know, we're not. Like, who's going to be asked about everything in the states? Or well, like, isn't, isn't the actual way yeah. you take preseason more important? But it's like, would you not rather Madrid, Juve, whoever it was when you played? When you went, we got put in there last minute. By the way, there'd be yeah. someone else. Yeah, someone else David Moyes' brother sorted it out. Yeah, <laughs> changed the rules. They changed the rules. Didn't he? So we come. Playing the final. Well, we've got to say, has any has any other club had that? Has any other club been so massive in pre-season that they've actually changed the rules of the tournament? <laughs> <laughs> to be further. I'm not sure. It's the Champions League. TNS yeah, Liverpool, time, 2005. That's the yeah. <laughs> first ladder, isn't it? Um, but no, what, what you've said there. But yeah, but the way, where I'd argue the point is. Maybe they can't afford to go to. That's a good point. That's a good point. You have to tell the players to meet us there and all that. So we'll get the ferry. Pay your own flights. What? Pay your own flights. Yeah, yeah. Good cavalier crammed in on air. This is a very good for me injuries, lads. Can't get extended. No, the point there that I was making it slightly against what you said is surely you take away the everything that's important that the club would see like the market and stuff and all that the actual opponents you've got surely that's more important than any aspect in terms of would you take us going over to the States to do something like that again because it's a better level of opposition we've got to prepare for the season or just stay at home 
play in your back garden later on here and, and you know Stoke but I feel like then we were miles better than we are now so we were going to be more compact like what yeah. good would it be us going to the States like last summer and getting smashed by Arsenal and smashed by Minnesota like if we, if we the to... result doesn't matter I'm on about the, the opposition you've got surely just there's a lot that stands for that in terms of upping the quality but, but I don't know I, th- I think this pre-season probably more like what we're going to be playing anyway isn't it you know what I mean <laughs> playing, got, playing against them next season the thing is like you know you've got your like, for the cliche let's say your, your bottom 14 they're more like playing against Stoke yeah. or Bolton than they are like playing against Juventus or Real Madrid well three in them are that come up yeah that's it? what I mean it, 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 it's more it's probably yeah, a you, better yeah, pre-season in a way do you know what I mean yeah. it, it's it's more likely what we're going to be up against and if you can beat sides like that albeit with a last minute tapped in friggin two <laughs> yard well half a yard out winner you know, win to win. Anyway, my answer for this, by the way, is a win. I love that. My, my answer for this, anyway, by the way, was uh, Calvert Lewin will play like 25 games and score 10. There we go. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Well, as I come straight back to you, um, best young player this season. Branthwaite. More out of hope than expectation, I think. I'd, I'd love to see him starting again with Tarkovsky. Yeah. against Fulham and he just I was down at Chelsea when he scored last season yeah, amazing that and he had a great yeah. game just like the, you know the goal aside he was brilliant that whole game and I, I just think he's going to be a class player so you might as well just throw him in because he's better than anything else we've got throw him in with Tarkovsky he's a left footed centre back you don't get too many of them either yeah. um, just play just play him and see what happens just go with him um, I know as he said before he got yeah, turned upside down Which, by. I mean, if it's going to happen. Tony can do that to anyone. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, striker, yeah, yeah, it's going to happen. And you know, I think his first five minutes against Wolves, he gave away the free <laughs> kick that he conceded. But it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, he's a young player. He looks really good. He's he's kind of got everything you need for that position. And I think him next to Tarkovsky could be a really good pairing. We might only get another season out of him because yeah. there's already clubs sniffing around. You know, he's had a great loan at PSV. Um, he's done well there. That's gone over there for a lot of clubs. Yeah. So I just go with him, and I think if we do, he, he could he could be a revelation this season. Is he yours as well, Pete? He's up there certainly. Um, I think again, it depends on how much how much game time he gets. Another player who, who I was going to say as well on top of Ramthwaite, um, Lewis Dobbin. If depending on again, yeah. it depends on what happens with him. If he goes out on loan again, obviously yeah, it's, it's null and void. But I I just. I've seen a few people criticise Lewis Dobbin and the fact that you know he missed a couple of chances, um, certainly in the the games that we set, you know, yeah. that we shown um, that we were able to attend. But I actually, I've got I've got a different opinion on things like that. In, certainly in pre-season, when you're getting chances, that's that for me. It's the important I, I, thing. I, yeah, it's yeah. more important for me. If a forward's getting chances and misses, it's better than not getting any chances at all. And I feel like he gets in good positions. I think of all the players who've come through the academy, um, or certainly when you look at the, the standard of the, of the academy who've come into that side in pre-season, he's the one who stands out to me. And he looks like a player who could be dangerous and a bit of an unknown as well, someone to come off the yeah. bench and, and just have just inject a bit of pace and a bit of direct run. And also the type of player that Evertonians over the years have loved, like that a young yeah. young lad coming into the side. Um, I think he's got a lot of attributes that could be very handy for Everton but again it depends on what happens they might decide that he needs another another year yeah. in the championship but if he stays with us I think he can make an that, impact that goal like, behind closed doors was like was, yeah. and I, I know like people it's friendly and you can't do that but like that was like genuinely like wow that is, that yeah. is seriously yeah. impressive that, like, yeah. but Dice calling Lewis Dobson doesn't help <laughs> <laughs> doesn't well, doesn't really. <laughs> at least he didn't do full Carlo go who? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just be kicking off now. Get him out. Get him out. Uh, Dave. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm trying to think of Sarah from Brantwaite, and look, I think 
the fact that we're talking about round about the same people here shows that with is an issue in terms of young players that we haven't got already. Tom Cannon. Um, I mean, he's going to go on loan, isn't he? Well, that's yeah. it. Yeah, that that's sort of a, an issue I've got really because there's not really there's not really a line of them that you think yeah he's the next one down the conveyor belt. That's not going to happen. But at the same time, we the same bang on this whole season. What we we need, we absolutely need a striker more than. I think it's hard to explain to other, other fans of other clubs how badly we need this to happen. He looked like he was fantastic at, at Preston. Um, knowing their manager relatively well, you know, he, he just adores him um, and thinks that he's, he's ready for Premier League football. Um, he, he looks like he's got one such finish as well in him. Exactly the kind of thing I think we need. So, I don't know, I don't think I can count picking him if he's back out on loan to Preston or whatever. Um, so yeah, it, it's Brantwaite, and the thing about Brantwaite is, like, like I said, he fits in like a shoe, doesn't he? Um, coming in, uh, in that back four. I also think he's, he'll be pretty content if we go with the three centre backs yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be comfortable with that. Um, I think the main arguments I think we had at the start, even we might have been before recording, is, do you start him straight away, yeah. or do you go with Keane and Tarkovsky? I don't think it's any. I'd, I, I'd start him, but he won't. Exactly that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. Wrong thing to say, I'm having a bottle to do it, but he's going to go with the name of our podcast, he's going to go with what he's got <laughs> in terms of Keane and uh, Tarkovsky. And, um, look, I think already you've got a lot of shouts that you want to see him in the team immediately. If things don't start too well, um, Fulham at home, building away, you start with that and think we can see the goals, that's when you push him in. Um, I'd love it if we don't see him until about the fifth or sixth game where you just giving someone a rest maybe in the Carabao game that we've got and then you sort of ease him in but we're not going to be in that situation he, so I, I could see him knocking out 25 plus games but easily he's, he's, I recorded last week with Adam Jones he made a great point like where like Brantford now is like as much as we see him as a kid like he's gone and played in a team that was doing well in the Europa League yeah like he's, he's not going to want to sit on the bench for Everton, is he? Like he's, he's going to want to play regular. He's probably thinking now, like I'm ready to play. Yeah, he's that not goes. a 17 year old anymore. I was 21, you know. I think. Like, the other thing is, Matt, he's, he's had um, better experience, if you like, from Keane and Tarkovsky, even though they're a lot older than yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. gone and performed at top level in European yeah. football. That's got to stand for something, hasn't it? So that's a lot of I think he's ready. Yeah, absolutely. The size, he has, he the size of him huge as well. He's yeah. a big lad and he's he, quick. He will have a mistake in him. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. a young centre half. Yeah. But it's like league. John Stone, isn't it? But yeah. we, we have to be more patient <laughs> without with the fucking yeah. protest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd say another player as well. Who wouldn't be surprised, depending again, if we, if, if at any point we switch to three at the back, another player who's kind of gone under the radar for that other left-hand side centre half position. I wouldn't be surprised if Michalenko ended up ended up playing some games mm. in that position. I look at Michalenko and I and for me, if you're going to play him on, at left back or left wing back, I just think he, it, it's it's a waste. Yeah. I think Ashley Young coming in, I think he's our starter now in that position. Yeah. I think I actually think that Michalenko, given his attributes, given he's actually good at one on one defending. That's his, his main his, his best attributes are defensive. Yeah. And I and I, I look at Michalenko and think, will he offer a nice balance as a left sided centre half? I know that Seamus Coleman never played with play. two though. No, never I mean, in a yeah. never in a no, two. No, but yeah. if we did go for that three, I wouldn't be surprised to see Michalenko playing at least some games there. Not saying, you know, instead of Branthwaite, I'm not I'm not saying that I would prefer yeah. him to, but I think that Michalenko could find a new position in that. Before I said any dickhead can play fullback. But but there is a case for if you're a centre back and someone sticks you out a full back, it's a terrible situation yeah. to be in. And I think he's definitely more centre back than full back. I yeah. would change that a bit. At the end of the day, yeah. but, you know, yeah. that, that position, dare I say it, is more comfortable for most players to go play in rather than you having to throw them in at someone they're not used to. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. But I, I think that with uh, Michael Enko is really interesting. What? He, I was just gonna say, you know, it's like the biggest surprise, and I got my my mine is brown flag by the way, the young player. I think you know people articulated really well why, so I won't go into that too much. But I think like my big surprise this year is gonna be that I think Ashley Young will do well, but I don't think he'll play a left back hardly ever. Okay. I, 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 I sort of I feel like people are over exaggerating the fact that he's played left back loads where he really hasn't. Like for Villa last year, he played like I think twenty five of his games were a. a at right back, mm. like not many at all at left back. I actually, thought on Saturday, in playing left back, he was our worst outfield player. Really? 
Like, I think he got skinned quite a lot. He got caught out of position. Whereas when you played against Wigan, he, and he was a bit further forward, he looked, he looked really good. Mm. Um, but I think, I think he'll have an impact like playing left wing, right wing, right back, obviously with Patterson being injury prone, Coleman being a bit older now. Like, Call me yeah. he's four <laughs> years younger than Ashley Young. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to ask you about that when you mentioned um, Ashley Young. No issue for anybody who's 38. It's, it's an issue, it's is an it? But I don't think he's a left back. Whereas I think everybody else seems to think he's left back, but I, I just don't. I think he's like a left winger, a right winger, or a right back. So you wouldn't think, start on a left back then? Would you put Michael Well, Michael Enkoy injured, isn't he, at the moment? Right, so yeah. sort of, I feel like you'd have to put him there, but I'd, I think he'll be a good squad player for us, but I don't think he's... I don't think he necessarily comes in and it's like, immediately better than Michael Enkoy. Yeah. I don't think there's much, much in it. Like, he, like I said, like, right, I think... Like, he's not a player, like, is he, who gets up the, the left wing and puts cross over his left foot. He's always been a player who, like, gets on it and, like, takes a few touches, whips it out wide, crosses in, or, like... Dips inside, isn't he? He's yeah, not. Yeah. He's not. I, I just don't look at him and think he's like a natural left back. Whereas a lot of people seem to look at him and think, "Oh yeah, there we go." Because he's done it a few times. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah a, a little bit. Because like, like I said, like for the last year, like listen, he's playing at right back for Villa in like a, a team that all of a sudden went from Gerard to one of the best coaches in Europe, and all yeah. of a sudden he looked amazing, didn't he? And like, I'm sure he'd be well protected if he plays right back or left back for us. But I feel like, like I said, I feel like he'll have an impression. It wouldn't surprise me if on. Um, Saturday, he started left wing, and I won't play right wing and people went like that. But I, I don't think we're going to see him much at left back all this season. So. I mean, another thing to bear in mind, like one of the reasons why I think he he might play at left back is because of the amount of teams we were playing with inverted wingers as well. Yeah, a lot of teams we yeah, 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 cut great shot, So having a right footed left back might actually, you know, might actually yeah. suit um, might actually suit us and and help to nullify uh, that those those teams are playing play that yeah. sort of uh, big surprise this season. Um, I don't want to put on my list. Um, big surprise. Actually, that's you. That's the young. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna change it. And you still go ask the young if you want. No, no. I I did I did have one or the other here. Um, for, and this is a good one. I think my Keane will be decent. And I know that's. He was mine and Moses last year. <laughs> <laughs> well, <the> thing, <laughs> we said exactly the same thing yeah. last year. And people think I've gone for that because it's an easy one for everyone to laugh about. It's an easy one to talk about, my kid. But um, he gets he gets a tough he gets a tough life, doesn't he, Evan? And yes, ninety nine. Ninety nine percent of the way he gets criticism is yeah, it's it, it's it's meant it's it's, it's it's allowed. It should be fine given how poor he's been for us at times. I, I still think the, the faith of the relationship he seems to have with Sean Dice. I also I, I almost think that there's a, there's a reason for that, and it's not just that I think it's too lazy to barely think and all that. He wouldn't persist putting him in at centre back when we had Cody and Mina, and he was in front of them. I think that's a massive statement from Dice. But don't forget, yeah. he, he binned them off. He did bin yeah, them off in the last season. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's right. Um, but I was astounded. There was a standard he didn't stay in the end with Cody and us a different subject, but he was above him in the pecking order, and I thought that was just, I was astounded by that when he came in. That he, he came in uh, and, and put Keane ahead of Cody, meaning as well, um, obviously, injury doubts all over the place with that lad, isn't it? But I, I've I've got a feeling that there's there's more of a solid partnership with him and Tarkovsky, and I think the the way Dice is. He'll stick with that. I know we mentioned it in reference to, to Branthwaite and how we see him getting on, but I could see that being the thing that he persists with, certainly for the majority of the... Do you think it'll work, though? Yeah, I do. I, th- I think it'll work because I thought an issue we've had for a long time, certainly going back to Lampard as well, is how how far up or how deep we play. I think Dice has slowly started to get that sort of, so, so we look like and people stereotype Dice for doing that very thing in terms of concentrating on you know, you'd be sound just having twenty percent of possession as long as you haven't conceded. He's fine with that. Yeah. I think that's that's uh, that's. It's not nice for him to, to have that stereotype. Dice, I think he's much more intelligent than that. And for that reason, I I think he'd be. He, I don't think he'd be too asked about the possession. Yeah. Um, oh no. The defensive side of it's obviously going to be much more important to us than scoring goals. So we'll, we'll sit here all night and talk about how we're going to score goals. How are we going to get more than 
don't know, 35, 40 goals a season. How are we going to do that? We're the worst in the Premier League at doing it last season. So therefore, the 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 pragmatic way that Dice is, I don't think he's asked. I think he's asked about picking up points mm. in the best way, I think the most efficient way that Everton can do. And I think that Michael Keane will have a mostly sadly for many people, I presume you're listening to this. But <laughs> I've been made. I've been made. You've had a great season. I'd be absolutely buzzing. Yeah. There but, you go. That's I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he will. But I've no, well, that's you, you may you may well take the piss. But it might be my moment where so would, would Les you... was fantastic with his bottom three shells. This might be mine. <laughs> this might be mine. Michael Keane when playing Keane, for England. When Keane wins the Golden Boot, you'll be. Yeah. Uh, so would you start Keane ahead of Brownfoot next week? Yeah. People might turn off listening to that. <laughs> but uh, I will do. I will do that because. I think it's dangerous, maybe a little bit old school to say this, but I think it's dangerous to put on a kid who's got virtually zero experience in the Premier League. Even though he's a better, I keep this in mind, and I've said this, he's a better central defender already over Michael Keane. I still think you've got to bed him in um, without just saying, yeah, he's better than Keane, get him in now. Because young players can suffer like that. You know, if he was to... If something was to happen, little Godfrey, for instance, yeah. when when things like that happen, kids, young players who come in with relative, what are you laughing at? I'm just thinking, is, it, is this your you done with anything with kids? <laughs> is that what this is? <laughs> we haven't got any apart from them. Dave, Mark, Wish... Morrison, Ella Hanson, oh Hanson, God, Hanson, Mark Morrison, yeah. one of those comites. You'll mould into one. Yeah. To answer your question much more shortly, I would start Michael Keane ahead of Brentford, um, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm open DMs and all that if you want to have a go. <laughs> Biggest surprise, Les, this season? Delhi's going to play for us. Oh, oh like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, it'd, be, yeah, it'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, it would be great. I, yeah, I, I do think, I do think, um, I think there's a, a definite plan in place for him at the club. You know, he probably could have easily just binned them off now yeah. after everything. You know, he clearly had issues when he joined us. I think you said on a few podcasts it looked like he'd fallen off a love of football yeah. he went from this player who was like dead dynamic on the ball really happy that seems to get drained from obviously he's done those interviews since um, and yeah I, I just think the club seem to have you know a plan in place for him and I really hope they have and I hope you know I, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter saying oh just fuck him off you know he's yeah. got to be he's too high maintenance get rid but I think you've got a duty of care you know, as an employer and a football, you know, yeah. as a as a football as a football club like Everton, you know, we get a lot of stick for being this like charity, basically. But they do do that kind of stuff. Well, they do do the human side of like the football club yeah. thing. Well, he said that in the interviews, didn't he? As well, he said that the, the club have been fantastic. Yes, yeah, and you know, it, it would be nice to think the club have definitely got a plan in place for him, and basically just saying some look come back when you're ready you know, Dice, there was that thing the interview with Dice when he said he's miles away from, and that's fine If he, you know what if he's miles away whether that's, whether that's an injury whether it's he's just not mentally right it doesn't matter you know he's our player cynically we, we pay Spurs an extra 10 million 7 games he's got whatever if he plays 7 yeah. games yeah. but you know if you, can, if you can get him into a place where he he's like right okay I'm ready to play football again I want to play football again He's a fucking great player. He really is a fantastic player. If you can get him in the headspace where he's comfortable enough to be like, okay, this is my job, this is what I do, I want to play football again. Fucking give Spurs the 10 million, whatever, you know, just, just do it. You know, we, there was that little cameo against Palace. Yeah, you know, that, that, us up. It, it did, that, that whole performance against Palace changed, turned that game on its head. Yeah. And I think that's my surprise this season. I would, Again, more hope than expectation, maybe. Yeah. But I would love, love to see him play some games for us and really, you know, get back to that playing again. Yeah. We, you know what? And if he leaves after that and he fucks off and he goes somewhere better, whatever. But it would be a lovely story if we've been part of that rehabilitation and yeah. and, and recovery story for for a player like he's he's gone through what he's been through. So absolutely. Brought the mood down a little bit there. Oh, that's, that's my, my, my uh, sexy uplifting story. That's yeah. my. Uh, that, that, I think that's my surprise of the season. Yeah. On that, on that subject as well. Just before I say my one, um, was uh, I saw this amazing. There's a couple of really good banners that I've seen from the supporters, yeah, which, yeah. which I think I think Blue Doodler uh, yeah. did one, which was you know fantastic. It was straight down the Gladys Street, and and um, there's, there's been a couple of more which which look amazing. So I, I think the Evertonians have obviously we've 
we've shown that you know we've we fully back them and fully support them, and it's uh, like like you've touched on, it's the best club to be at. If you if if you need help and if you need you know if, if I think Everton Football Club at the rate of doing that that type of thing, um, even so, the park end, yeah, mm-hmm. even the park They're end, quite compassionate, really, you know. Yeah, yeah. Despite what people say, <laughs> all right. when you bought off, that's when you start being nice. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just a, you can't boot players if you're not on the ground. <laughs> 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 this title of this podcast. I want to say the, the note on um, Deli Ali with me and Pete certainly anyway and um, various other people are going to get involved in doing not a documentary on it but in terms of talking about mental health in, in football and things like that because it's easily forced by the way so we were talking about this weren't we so yeah. um, not just based on Deli Ali per se but because of the impact uh, that's had in terms of mental health and he's I think he's been incredibly brave in the piece that he did with Gary Neville um, so we're going to be having a chat about that soon um, and we, as we've always said if anybody has anything like that they want to get in touch with us the door's always open with those matters isn't it? Oh 100% yeah um, Sorry Pete surprise Sorry to put season. that on the down uh, no, no, no. um, Surprise of the season <coughs> I think we're going to shit out a 1-0 win at either United or Mordor <laughs> I just, It'll be and, and this, heads will fall off This part of the season's great when we've not played yeah. Things that can yeah. it's like, oh, right, what's going to happen? We're going to do. We're going to do. We're going to go to Old Trafford, right? And Onana is going to have a st- Onana is going to have a stinker, and he's going to he's going to let one rip from forty yards. And um, and Andre Onana, I think he'll, he'll be uh, he'll be having his latest Siggy, <laughs> leading on the goalpost. Yeah. So my, my prediction is that we will cause an upset. And, um, and piss on some, someone's parade. Yeah. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And my last question. Well, no. Lots of a question. Um, would you take 39 points yes. this season? Pete. I mean, Les. Les. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stay in the Premier League. You're constantly... If we get... Does that cross what you said? If we get finishing 12? No, that's, what, that's, 12, what, that's what I think we'll finish. But would I take 39 All right, points? Okay. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I said the other day as well. That's that's a target. It's a target from day one. I don't think we. I think we need to go into the season to be realistic. I think we've got the right manager to do that. I think he'll take the, take it game by game. He'll treat that the entire season the same way he treated the last seventeen. And I think we've just got to grind out points after you know every point counts. We've got to grind grind out every result. Um, if we get forty points or thirty nine points. By January, then great. But if we've got thirty-nine points in May, then fantastic. What, at what point does the threshold become like? I'm not sure. I'll take that. Like, would you take thirty-seven? Well, it depends where everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the point of prediction. Yeah, I, yeah, I think thirty-nine. I mean, obviously, I, I, I think it'll be similar to last season, where thirty-six, thirty-seven points will keep you safe. Dave, thirty-nine. You having uh, it? Yeah, I'd take it, uh, but with the caveat that I think that. That would be comfortable given the amount of shit teams um, in inverted commas are going to be below us. So there's going to be at least three below us if we get 39. No, it doesn't get you eight. Yeah, no, yeah, 39. I said 14, 39 will get you there about. Yeah. 39 um, to 14? About there. If, if, if City and Arsenal get like 90 points, it's like, generally around it. What did Bournemouth hit in the end? Bournemouth got about 41 or 42. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's the. 15th, was yeah, it? Yeah, thereabouts. Yeah, so I, was, I did some research into this. Oh, I, had a, I had a little look at past points and stuff. <laughs> just don't look down. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take you back to the 90s in a minute, but first, <laughs> the last team to go down to 39 points were Birmingham in 2010-11. They were the last okay. team to go. There was only one on 40. It was, uh, was it West Ham? West Ham. Went down. Went down. Went down. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah. Back to the 90s. Here we go. <laughs> first season in the Premier League. Palace went down on 42. Yeah, I've written it down. I it? have written it down because it had to. Sheffield United went down on 42, 93, 94 the season after. 
and a palace our southern brethren because they are basically Everton South here. Yeah. Uh, they went down to 45 points. Wow. Can I, can I, can was I that, ask was that a 94-95? I don't think it was in 94-95. 92-93 definitely was 22 teams. I don't know when it switched, but... We, yeah, you're right. 94, 95, was yeah. And that was the season we had like nine points in November. Yeah, Royal. Yeah. And they went down on nine 40. points in November. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we went. They went down on forty-five points that nice season. Ball, Some effort from us, that then, isn't it? Good yeah. Job. So that you know, that's like the, the FA Cup thing over. The FA Cup thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, 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 that's small, one, yeah. The, the FA Cup thing overshadows everything, but you you can't like. You can't dismiss how much of an achievement that was no, to be on nine yeah. points going into November against Liverpool. Yeah. We, went to, we went to Liverpool and Chelsea and won, didn't we, in his yeah. first three games? Yeah, we did, yeah. And then we finished sixth the season after. Yeah. So, so yeah. just behind Arsenal <laughs> to the end of Europe. didn't get us into yeah. Europe. No. It was because of a different European band. Yeah. I think, do you know, <laughs> the interesting thing as well, you think about the worst teams that have gone down. What was it? Derby? Derby. Nine, nine, they got nine points or something, didn't they? <laughs> I reckon Luton will beat that. I would love that. Luton will get lower than 19 points. I, think, well, I can't wait to see great, Ross Barkley. Great segue into the last part. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about Ross Barkley, is it? Who's, who's, it I mean, I just want to like just open the floor to Les here. So if anyone hasn't seen this on Twitter, this podcast last season, Les made the unbelievable shelter saying, Southampton, Leeds and Leicester will all go there. Right, and in fairness, like none of them were obvious worthy. No, no that no, Leicester one's an incredible shelf. And I mean, I was so happy at that thought because, like, you know, Leicester. It, on the cliff, you say, I like that. Leicester in particular, <laughs> like, you know, come on. Did you go home thinking, <laughs> I'm going to have to get Les off this point? <laughs> <laughs> got fucking nuts, what's he got about? But, I mean, unbelievable shelf. So. This is the floor is yours. This is where I do my George Costanza. <laughs> um, who is who is going this yeah, year? I've, I've gone. I'm thinking kind of obvious this year. I'm thinking Luton, Sheffield United, and shit, who's the other one? The third one's the tricky one. Yeah. I was thinking Wolves, but I'm not, so I'm not sure now. We've got Gary O'Neill. Oh, yeah. you Gary O'Neill. I wouldn't say we're Gary O'Neill fan. <laughs> 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 he, did, he did well with Bournemouth last year. Oh, I've forgotten. It was. <laughs> I've got me moments and I've completely lost it. Forest. 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 Forest it was, yeah. Sorry, yeah. it was Forest, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's going to be Luton, Sheffield United, Forest. Anyone listening or watching, do not bet on that because I had my thing last season that ain't going to come true. I think we're sponsored yeah. by a few betting companies. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. That's yeah, essentially. I should have put one on that. Yeah, I think that's me three. Um, I think, as Mike said before, I think I think Bournemouth will be all right. Yeah. Um, I think I think Wolves will be just about. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's my three this year. Not spectacular, you know. I'd love to drag someone we hate into it, but yeah. I've um, I've changed mine not for the sake of you, but I've been having a, <laughs> thanks, Dave. I've been having a think. I've been having a think about Bournemouth, and they've got like Pepe Mel in charge or something like that, haven't they? Now who's, no, who's the right, manager? Right, all right. Shouldn't <laughs> 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 I don't much. know where he is anyway. We went down to Luton. Uh, I, I, I drove us there, like, it was about a six hour trip, wasn't it, Matt? Uh, and we went to see Marcus Brent, which is a whole new story in itself. And then after that, we went to Luton's training ground, which was lovely, wasn't it? That they treated us so well. And uh, Galloway used to be a, a very good point. Go and check this out, by the way. He's having, he was having a great chat with us about Plymouth Coombe, and he was so open and honest yeah. about it. Um, 
So yeah, Luton are going to go down. <laughs> Sheffield United, and the other one I've done is Bournemouth now. Okay. I think Bournemouth, like you have a club, I think, to stay up quite comfortably, and you sort of then start taking it for granted, thinking, oh, we're much better than what we were, but then when you get Pepe Mal coming in. I was going to say Pepe Mal. Whoever that man, what's his name? This guy. It's Adoni Iraola. What's his name? Baikano, is it? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's well. I don't know where he's been good. Apparently, he's done well in Spain. I don't want to do that, yeah. but yeah, uh, I think Bournemouth are going to go as my 18th place. Eight, solid. Yeah, um, I've gone for Luton, Forest. I think Forest. Uh, I think they're a second time up. I think I think Nottingham Forest. They, they signed far too many players in one big hit. I think that the team was so disjointed last season I think this season will be I think Forest will get dragged into it and then third one is Wolves I think, I think mm. Wolves are really going to struggle um, I think the man, is the manager left now or is he yeah. he's gone yeah, yeah. he's leave. gone yeah. Gary O'Neill yeah. Gary O'Neill's the reason why he's there massive Gary O'Neill fan here but I, I just look at that situation um, when you see that you know he was talking about guarantees of signing players at the start of this start of the summer he was obviously given some kind of guarantees to take the job in the first place and that appears that that hasn't come to fruition and I think Gary O'Neill to come in there I think with Gary O'Neill one of the things to bear in mind with Bournemouth as well is that he had, he had the respect of that dressing room from yeah. Day Dot and the respect of the supporters the link with Bournemouth was huge with him That's um, and, and, and I think it's going to be difficult to go into the squad um, certainly having lost players as well I think it's going to be difficult for them to go in there and have that same camaraderie with it, with that group of players. And certainly, if they're not able to freshen it up with new signings, if 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 they are financially limited, I also think again with Wolves, you look at them, a similar position. I, I think they could find themselves in in terms of with Everton. I'm assuming that the tightening the, the pair strings and having to sell players because they've overspent to try and break that, you know, to try and get themselves into into those sort of top six positions, um, it hasn't worked out, and they're now, you know. Rice, rice up shipping. We have uh, found the club, haven't we? Bill Kenwright was talking about <laughs> what would the Everton Falls yeah, do? Yeah. It was fucking Wolves, wasn't it? And it was. And Nottingham Forest. <laughs> <laughs> I think Wolves, Wolves' situation is pretty bleak when you think, like, they, they couldn't beat us at the end of last season when we had Michael Keener at right back. Yeah. It's true. Told you he getting better. I don't know, Dominic Carver, like, like, As I said, any deck I can play right back. <laughs> yeah. But, like, the only interesting thing about Wolves. For like the last two or three years, he's been there, hasn't he? Yeah, he's gone now. Yeah. yeah. Where's he gone? He's gone to Sally, hasn't he? To Sally, Ruben Neves, yeah. That's the answer to everyone who's left. That was really? To Newcastle, yeah. But like, there was a thing going on. Oh, he's going to go on loan. Yeah. But that will happen. He sold him and us to Fulham. It's like, they've got no strikers. No. I, I think Dan, is Iori sure. still there? No, he's, he's free agent now, isn't he? Is he? I can't get him. I'd have him. Just to see what the stars are like. Greasing his arms up. I was going to say, I'd like to see that. Um, I'm not in a weird way, like I just, I just, just, just <laughs> always like him as a player because I think he's got the, the most talented player you can probably look at, but he just never ever hits. Just sign as a player against Villa. He's yeah. definitely the fastest player in the world. And strongest, greasiest, greasiest. He's having the greasiest player. <laughs> and wears the smallest shirt. Not, not, yes. nothing to do with like his own perspiration. No. He just <laughs> himself yeah. up every day. It is genuine. Then he smells great. Yeah, you play. can get shirts in your size, you know. Yeah. It is one of them. You yeah. don't have small boy shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Do you right. know what that is an interesting one, Adama Traore? Because I know that people will say that his final, his, his end ball, his, his, his final product isn't is what's held him back. If you like, in terms yeah. of going to a top team, it is like, terrible. Though, you know, he yeah. went to Barca and kind of kind of flopped. But what I would say is that I look <laughs> one of one of my big complaints about about Everton's attack. Is there aren't too many players who, if I was playing again, not me personally, but if, I, if you're if you're the opposition, who would you really fear? Yeah, yeah, Who's right. got attributes that yeah. could really put you on the back foot and make you think, oh, I think Adama Traore. Actually, if you see him coming off the bench, it's, I always get that fear with yeah. him, even though I'm fully aware that his end product is shite nine times out of ten. There's always the chance yeah. of that one. <laughs> it is mean? an outball thing as well, isn't it? If yeah. you're on your ass, yeah, and you can just hit it up to him. And he'll just run like fuck down the line. Yeah. It yeah. gets you further up the pitch. It's not brilliant. No, but you're right there. But it gets you further up the pitch yeah. and you're kind of away from your goal. Don't go sign a balance by all right. You're right in terms of that there because, like we were saying, <coughs> in Dice's side, probably be playing deep most of the time. He's an outlet right there. Yeah. Yeah. Leave him on the halfway line, just ping one over the Dice top. would never have it because he wouldn't, he wouldn't run back the other way. Yeah. 
Like, you know, um, I, I think that Sheffield United will finish bottom, Luton will be second bottom. I, I, I think Palace might go. I'm going to say Palace. Lost Sahar, not really signed anyone. Elise might still go. Yeah. Hodgson's like, you know, he's a lovely fellow, but he's, you know, he's like your granddad, and he, like, <laughs> I, I, I just don't think, I don't really. <laughs> and like, I feel like Celeste Parsley is like the classic place where everyone goes, oh, it's tough to go there, and no one gets beat, beat there. Like, I think we've, we've, got a, just we've got a great record there. <laughs> yeah, I know we have Yeah. So I think Palace might struggle. Like, I think Zahar not being there is like a yeah. like a totemic player for them like, yeah. to not be there anymore. Like I said in the other podcast, I think Brentford might struggle. I think Fulham might struggle. Um, I think we might struggle as well. But, 20 teams might struggle. Yeah. The thing is, though, it, it does. You do feel like there are a lot of teams who could struggle, Wolves, and that's that could are, yeah. see us right. Wolves are about like that feels like a like they feel like a situation where like if things don't go well for them early on, like yeah. they'll be processed and, and it'll like it could get like a bit West Hamish, like where someone's like trying to put the corner flag in the middle of the pitch, <laughs> like, like, that, like that bad. Soonest. Uh, I think West Ham will have a good season, incidentally. I think they'll do pretty well, despite losing Rice. I think Maguire's a, a really good sign for them. He's got a shitload of money to spend as well, haven't yeah. he? I, I think if they do get McTominay, Maguire and Ward Prowse, they are three good signs. Yeah. I know Very, very Moyes. They are very, very Moyes. Yeah. Maguire will be so good under Moyes. Yeah. He'll thrive under him. It's, yeah, I, I think they'll Ward Prowse costs... What is that, 30 million in one Ward Prowse put those crosses onto Maguire's head. Like, Maguire could be top scorer this season. Yeah. <laughs> the thing, right, you look that at... That stands human and keen. <laughs> you look at Ward Prowse, right, and that's basically what we did with Sigurdsson. Right? Yeah. That's like Ward Prowse yeah. now going to West Ham and not scoring a free kick ever, ever again. It's not going to happen, is it? Well, we're going to finish off on what people said to us. <laughs> and someone, someone said, we're going to finally end our... Um, we haven't scored a free kick in the Premier League since 2018. Gee, really? That is astounding. That is astounding. Who, it was the Indian. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. That's horrific. Unbelievable. Let me just. Uh, that was. We first got a bit mad here, so I'll try to find. Dean scored one in the. Um, in the did he, was it the League Cup? I'm sure. I'm sure. Thinking, yeah, obviously. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. He scored against, yeah. Good one against Villa as well. Yeah. Did he? No, it was Ross. Yeah, when, he played, when he played yeah. for them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find these. Uh, just talk about yourselves. We, we, we had a funny little period, though, didn't we? Where there's like loads of different people started taking free kicks and scoring. Remember Barkley scoring one? Oh, God, he only yeah. ever took yeah. one free kick yeah. and it went in. And then Morales, he, he, he got a few. Barkley was at Swansea. I used to love that game, Swansea. That's the one that called him. Shame is kicking horns. He's still uh, sliding now. You know, the best thing about it was it was pissing down rain. Like I said before, the, the pitch was lovely and slick. And he slid. It was just perfect. It's like he went out and tried it before the game. <laughs> it was an old East Lee side. Yeah, it? exactly. Yeah. He gets to the, the barriers and just like stands up like like thirty inches it's away. From he had like a proper skull when he bit oh, his head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, like, he shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I don't think he did. I think it's Monday. But yeah, there, there, was a vid, um, there was an interview with Seamus Coleman actually this summer. It just, just came out obviously to, to to announce his new contract. And he was talking about the Swansea game and he said his explanation for how wound up he was, he said he'd been having a terrible game. He said all his crosses were, were just going. He said he was getting that much stick off the away fans. He said so. <laughs> he said so. You like the way we say we can be like oh, a bit negative and like put, you know, get on the players' backs. Yeah. Seamus actually said, to be fair, because of all the stick he was getting, he just thought, I'm not going to try and cross it, I'm just going to shoot. And it flew in. So, so, so actually, we got the assist. <laughs> I think Swansea's goal that way, like he came down this side, like a route ledge or something, yeah. skinned yeah. him maybe, and then he scored for him. But we've asked some predictions from people uh, just randomly. So Maggie has said, um, Maggie. I'll get food poisoning from a Goodison pie. Somewhat unexpected with betrayals. Ooh. I like that? that. Somewhat that unexpected with betrayals. Okay. Uh, Twitter or humour or something innocuous. Uh, no, Dave, my karaoke? Yeah, Dave Humphries <laughs> has gone with my Pickfield to score a goal. Oh. Um, Pickfield to score a match winning penalty and be sent off at different points this season. Mopay will never score again. We'll win the Gunnison Derby. Uh, James ESC has said Everton will not sack a manager this season. That's a shout. That is a good yeah. shout as well. It's been a while. Get, that'd be odds on, though, I think. That's been a while. Yeah. Uh, PJM thinks we're going to go win at the Emirates. Not sure about Be that. Nice. 
the captain said Everton will finish 12th, Patterson will score a world if outside the box, and Cavalry will get at least one hat trick. Okay, Patrick, yeah. Against that. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, if you're in the 21. Uh, Dale Anderson has said Anana will score at least one 30 yarder in off the post at home. Oh, oh. down the park end, hopefully. And I, I don't think I've ever seen him. I don't think I've seen him shoot properly. And he shot over at the park end last season. He did the post against Sporting last weekend, didn't he? Yeah, it was a lovely, lovely effort. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah. Um, and Jonathan Bro said uh, Cavaloon will play more than 20 games. And Deli Ali will be our player of the season. That would be lovely. That would yeah. be lovely. That would be lovely. Not Calvert Lewin. Not playing the <laughs> Deli Ali being our player of the season. Um, any other predictions to throw out there before we wrap up? Anything or otherwise? Anything? Anything about the, the coming months? Um, I think I think Ross Barfield will do well at Luton for all the all, sh- all the shit all the shit I've gave him. Get about podcasts with Liverpool going to be great. And Barkley's going to be great. My dad actually messaged me in the week and said Ross Barkley signed for Luton. Yeah, he's shite. They'll keep them up. <laughs> no, no, he's shite. <laughs> don't we? Don't we, we, we wait and see? We played him in September, of course, don't we? I'm excited to see Ross Barkley get relegated. Yeah. Oh, just on, have you seen our last three? Our last three games are ridiculous. Oh, yeah. They are they are set up for relegation hell. It's it's looting away. Sheffield United at home, Arsenal away. Why is it always not Arsenal away? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, exactly. That is just relegation. Arsenal away, four one defeats is just always on the cards. I'm, I'm throwing it. Let me take you back to the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. Throw that last, last, I think last time we had Sheffield United at home, last second last game of the season, they beat us, got relegated. Basically, blew the league for us. Wow, 73, 74. I mean, I'll, I'll take that. There you I'll go. take that this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's important to mention Les's new podcast, The Wonder Years. <laughs> Coming up soon. And also, we're going to finish second. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah. All yeah, Champions League next year. Uh, we'll leave it there. Cheers for watching and listening. That's been your big Blue Room preview of the season. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Are Everton going to finish second? Are they going down? Um, yeah. Post matches back this weekend. Post matches back this weekend from here. Maybe not this table, but you know, around here somewhere. Uh, it'll be lovely. Uh, so cheers to Les Dave and Pete. Cheers to Mike as well. Who joined us earlier on uh, up the top of each. We'll speak to you. Sports Social Podcast Network.